The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. W-T-L-H-T-I-M! W-T-L-H-T-I-M! I think we got a show. Oh yeah, we got a show. W-T-L-H-T-I-M! And welcome back everybody to W-T-L-H-T-I-M! Where's the line? I'm your host, Ant D. Class and joined by... Gibran! Oh, the Parlay Pounder! Yes, sir. And we're back at it again? We're back. And this is a very special holiday edition episode of W-T-L. There's... <laughs> So much football that's happening on Thanksgiving Day. And you got it. You know we're going to cover it all. Yes. And we're actually getting bumped up an hour on ESPN Tri-City Radios for all of our listeners that listen to us out there in the Kearney, Grand Island, Hastings area. Yeah. And that's because... ESPN Tri-Cities has an NFL triple header they're going to be broadcasting directly after they run our program Heck here. Yeah, so that's awesome. Yeah, we're going, to, we're going to talk Bills, Lions, Giants, Cowboys, Patriots, Vikings, and then they're going to roll right into that triple header Heck coverage. Yeah. So, hey, we better get these people the info they need <laughs> let's get them going. before they place these bets. Let's go. So let's start with that 11.30 kickoff on CBS, Buffalo Bills, Traveling to Detroit Lions, we can't have a Thanksgiving without the Detroit Lions playing. You're right on that. And probably losing, <laughs> even though they're coming off a win, yeah. impressive win. But they find themselves the home dogs. Nine and a half points is what I'm seeing right now over Anderson at 54 and a half. Yeah, Andy, I mean, like you said, the Lions are coming off of uh, three straight wins, actually. And they haven't exactly been, you know, Super Bowl contenders, but... Knocking off the Giants was solid. However, Detroit's other two wins during this run came against the Chicago Bears and the Green Bay Packers. Wow, wow. Couple teams that have, you know, been down and out a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, have mm-hmm. a combined record of 7-15. The Bills have had some hiccups, Andy. They in have. The, in, in recent memory, but they have also scored 30-plus points back-to-back, which I yeah. believe is probably enough to beat the Lions yeah. in Detroit. Um I have a final score prediction here of, you know, about 35 to 23. I do think hmm. that the Bills do cover that nine and a half. Um, <sighs> so I'm leaning towards Bronx. the Bills. Come on, man. Every team has has a number, has a point. And yeah. you know me with the home dogs, especially in the NFL. Give me the <laughs> Detroit Lions in those nine and a half points. All right. I mean, Buffalo could win by still more than a touchdown and still not cover. And that's kind of been the Buffalo Bills calling card. They're up, they're yeah. down, they're all around. They're only 5-4-1 and one against the spread this season, even though they're 7-3. and three. Like, it's hard for me to, to poke holes um, in Buffalo here. I yeah. still think they're the elite. I do. But I think Detroit, especially on Thanksgiving, all that, yeah. all that hoopla, they can keep this within nine and a half. Well, no, I think I, I, you might be changing my mind a little bit here. Uh, the Lions have covered 13 out of their last 19 outings and will be poised to keep things close right. in front of their home crowd on Thanksgiving short, in a game where week. there should be a ton of points. <sighs> yeah. Okay, give me the Lions plus nine and a half. You switched me. And you got to smack that over, right? I would say get on the over. <laughs> 54 and a half. Get on the over. There we go. All right, well, let's roll into the 3.30 on Fox kickoff. That is the Giants. 
Heading to the Big D, and I'm talking about Dallas here. Yeah. Uh, let's see, and I'm looking at, oh, another nine and a half point spread here, but Dallas, the home favorite. Yeah. I I think this is way out of line, given this this line to Dallas. Just just okay. just a week ago, we were talking about Dallas as one of the can they know, score? Can they score? Yeah. They have one good game against the Minnesota Vikings, who <laughs> was on fraud alert already. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I and they have the same exact record as the Giants, and this is a divisional game. Yep. This has to be within a touchdown game, if not three points. So I am taking those points for the Giants and running with it right now. Completely agree with you on this one. I hate it when it gets over a touchdown in the NFL. And uh, another thing to note, these are divisional foes. Yeah. They know a lot about each other, short week, all those things we talked about. So I think New York, uh, and they're, they haven't been slouches all that much either. I mean, they've shown some flashes yeah. of, of what they could be in the future if they can keep you know everybody together. For sure. Now, that over-under, much lower, 45 and a half. Yeah, about 10 every, points lower. Oh, man, everyone's smashing that over, and there might be a good reason to that. No, I think you're kind of right on that. It looks like the Cowboys can score now, and the Giants are going to try and keep pace with them. So I, I do really believe that this is going to hit the over, Andy. And, uh, I mean... Uh, I, I mean, I have the Cowboys probably winning this game, probably like thirty-five to thirty-two, something like that. So there you go. Yeah, I like that. I, I really, I, like that. I really like the over here. Yep. Um, the one thing I do want to point out here is that that Giants money line is kind of reaching out to me at a plus three fifty-five, Andy. That is Ooh. a really good. I think it's a really good bet. I don't believe it's going to be, you know, that lopsided. So if you have a little extra money to spend, put it on the Giants to win this game. Now, did you say plus plus three what? Plus three fifty five. And in some books, I'm looking at a couple of them here at plus three ninety five. Wow! All the way up to plus three ninety five. Shop it around. Yeah. Shop it around. Shop it around. Hop on. Hop on it. Yes, sir. Something of note here that I, uh, you don't see this all the time. Yeah. New York seven and three, Dallas seven and three, as you mentioned. Yeah, both teams are also seven and three against the spread. Yeah, I mean, something's got to give. Sound football yeah. teams, they yeah. are. Um, it, yeah, it's going to be a good one, and I, 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 I really think the Giants can keep it within a field goal, if not win this game. So, uh, there we go, go Giants. Like that, I like that a lot, and it's kind of funny how both these teams have gotten to seven and three. Yeah, Dallas, you could say has underachieved, and New York has overachieved. But no doubt about it. Doesn't it. matter. You are what your record. You, you are what your record says you are. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the Thursday night NBC game. That's the Patriots taking on the Minnesota Vikings. This game is up at US Bank Stadium in Minneapolis. And, oh boy, the Vikings are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, and I, I've seen this already getting bed down to, you know, one-and-a-half to two points, Andy. So I think a lot of money's pouring in on the Patriots right now, and I believe that's probably the correct bet. You think so? Um, the Vikings, you know, they, they probably are in need of a bounce-back game after that huge loss to the Dallas Cowboys. That was bizarre. It was bizarre, Man. but here we are again. We have a primetime game. Kirk Cousins in primetime. It's been <laughs> the worst thing in his career that he cannot win a primetime game. It's something. Um, it's something. I, I just can't believe that that's going to uh, happen again. But this Patriots team just seems like it doesn't make a lot of mistakes. They're going to run the ball very well. And I think they squeak out any uh, you know a close game, twenty to seventeen against the Vikings. You know, against from what you might hear on a lot of talk shows and prediction type stuff, 
77 uh, percent of the money is pouring in on Minnesota right wow. now to cover that two and a half. And you also have about 70 percent of the money smashing the under, which is set at 42 and a half. That's so low. And that's opposite of what you usually see. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people, anyway, they say, uh, don't trust Minnesota, don't trust Kirk Cousins, we, you know, this and that. Um, <laughs> but I, the betting doesn't show that. The betting doesn't show that whatsoever. So that does make me think, well, maybe New England's the way to go on this one. Yeah, no. I really like New England, and if I'm going to take the point, you know, the plus one and a half, Andy, or two, that this is going to end up being, I might as well just take the plus 110 money line for the the Patriots to win out outright. So There you go. I'm going to see where this ends up on Sunday, uh, Thursday after the Cowboys game and see what I want to do from there. Oh, it's going to move. It's going to move. It's going to move for sure. If if, if you're on the Vikings, take it right now. Um, But I I really believe the Patriots are going to be able to stay close in this one, if not win it. I've been burned twice now by Kirk Cousins in prime time, trying to just kind of push that out of my mind. I'm push not going to do it again. Uh, but if I had a lean, it's going to go towards uh, Minnesota. And gosh dang, 42 and a half, that's so low. So it is. I, I might just sidestep this one, but if I had to, I'd lean Minnesota and probably that over. For sure. I, mean, I like I like the over. Yeah, I like the over as well. All right, should we talk a little college football? Because there's college football happening this Thursday as well. So maybe yeah. one of those games is a snoozer you can flip on over and watch some uh college football which is a big in-state rivalry the mississippi state bulldogs taking on the Ole miss rebels and Ole miss the fighting lane kiffins are a two-point favorite that over under (laughs) sitting at 59 or 60 depending where you're looking yeah andy uh this is going to be a good game, I believe, Andy. Uh, Mississippi State, like you said, just two and a half point dog going into Ole Miss, over under fifty nine. Uh, Kiffin, you know, came out and said that he's not leaving. I mean, I, a lot of people yeah. think that's a lie, but uh, Mississippi State defense held up reasonably well in the thirty one to twenty one loss in last year's Egg Bowl, but it couldn't come up with a good enough third down stops. The Ole Miss running style isn't just about. Coming up with big yards is about setting up easy chances to move the chains. Yeah. The Ole Miss offense is great on third down. The Mississippi State offense, stunningly considered, it, it just isn't. I mean, I, I really just think Ole Miss is going to win this one by a field goal okay. late. 30-27 Ole Miss. I kind of like that just because it's at home. And, yeah. and there's a lot of score predictors out there, different models, uh, that has Ole Miss over an 11-point favorite, 11.5-point favorite. Yeah. You know, um, Another thing of note, Mississippi State, they've had a great year. They're 7-4. and four. I don't think a lot of people know that. No. They, they just get lost in the shuffle in the exactly. SEC. Ole Miss, they've had a great year too. But yeah. all those big games, you know, they, they lose. They drop the big ones. But they're 8-3. and three. Mississippi State, however, is 1-5 against the spread their last six games. Yeah. I don't like that whatsoever. They're on the road. It's a rivalry game, short week, all that weirdness. Give me Ole Miss. Yeah, Ole Miss is 5-1 at home. The one loss coming to Alabama at 3-2 on the road. They just play better at home. Yeah. It's going to happen for them. Uh, the Rebels make it three in a row in this series. So that's where I'm at. I like that as well. What do you think of that over-under at? 59 or 60. Yeah, I think it's 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 right there, Andy. Like I said, my prediction was sitting there right at 57. So if I had to lean, it would be on the under, maybe buying a few points. But uh, it, it, it definitely has the potential to get there. I just don't think it will. Yeah, and the, there's no need to, to you know stick your neck out there yeah. if you don't feel good about it. Uh, this And also, this is a bonus game. You know, this is just yeah. a little SEC Thanksgiving treat <laughs> on top you of the NFL triple header for everybody. Yes, sir. 
All right, well, before we uh, let everybody go, let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is Play Action Pools, as they are revolutionizing group hosting platforms. Make it your new spot for all your football contest needs. Play today at playactionpools.com. Don't go anywhere, folks. This is WTL. WTL, where's the line? I'm your host, Ant D. Klassen, joined by Jabron, the Parlay Pounder. You got it. We're back. I mean, uh, th- this show's been phenomenal. I mean, we've been talking Thursday football on Thanksgiving, and yep. now we have an entire <clears throat> college football slate ready to rock and roll week 13. Yeah. All on Friday. No, yeah, this is great, Andy. This is the best weekend of the year. You have <laughs> just a total weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, where you don't have to meet up with your family. You can just ah, watch football ah, the entire time. No, I'm just joking, but it is really one of the best <laughs> weekends of football because you got, you got four days of just yeah. complete football with all great games on. From start to finish, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to start with an 11 o'clock kickoff yeah. on ABC. A couple of ranked teams here. Yeah. Tulane, the Green Wave. We're always talking about the Green Wave. <laughs> we are. They just keep winning. And it's, they're taking on the Cincinnati Bearcats, another team that's 9-2, and two, yep. ranked 25th in the nation. Tulane, they're ranked 21st in the nation. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, 11 o'clock kickoff on ABC in Cincinnati. They're a slight two-point favorite are the Bearcats. Yeah, Andy. Like you said, two-point favorite for the Bearcats at home. 45 and a half over under. Uh, Cincinnati's two and two when allowing more than 24 points, and seven and zero when it allows fewer than that. It's also five and zero at home. So I really believe they have a huge advantage here with you know being a home game. Yeah, Tulane has scored fewer than 24 points just once though. So I uh, I really think that is kind of the the line there. But that win was uh, 17-10 when they beat Kansas State. So that was a good win. It, Very good win. Uh, the the winner of this game is playing for the American uh, Athletic Conference Championship. So there's a lot on the line here. I do have Cincinnati at a slight edge, 27 to 24, taking this game home. Yeah. Okay. I'll buy that slight edge. Uh, Cincinnati just scares the living hell out of me, though. They're only three and seven and one against the spread. Yeah. Meanwhile, the Green Wave, they're nine and two against the spread this season. Yeah. Uh, and then you're seeing that in how the betting trends are going right now. It's split 50-50. Half the money's going in on. Cincinnati covering that two points. The other half's going on Tulane. You're also seeing that with the over-under, half and half here. So, boy, did the bookies get this one right, splitting it right down the middle. No, I agree, Andy. But uh, the one thing you kind of got to get out of context here with Tulane is that they have had huge spreads the their entire right. and, and they've been covering those spreads and somehow winning these games. Yeah. So they don't see a lot of two one and a half point spreads like this one is here. So that's a little bit out of context that they've been covering because they've been covering much larger spreads than this. I really think if you just want to take uh, Cincinnati money line at minus one thirty five might be your best bet. But it, you know just covering the two points, I think they're good as they're good with that as well. Winning by a field goal late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I, I, I like Cincinnati. It's just that they just scare the living they hell do. out of me. Yeah. You know, with, with just how they perform. But with all that on yeah. the line at home, as you mentioned, uh, you gotta like what you're kind of seeing from them. Uh, should we move on to Let's the two thirty kickoff yeah. on ABC? 
That is North Carolina State, the Wolfpack, taking yeah. on North Carolina, the Tar Heels. Tar Heels, man, they, they just keep chugging along. Ranked 13th in the nation. They're 9-2 and two overall. North Carolina State, they're ranked 24th in the nation. They're 7-4, seven and, seven and four, so they're having a wonderful season. North Carolina, though, they are the 6.5-point favorite. You got the hook. Yeah, Andy, and uh, like you said, the over-under here sitting at 56. That's mostly what I'm looking at in this game. Okay. I think this one's going to sky over. Uh, one thing, North Carolina's offense is so good. They put up so many points. And the other thing right. is North Carolina's defense is the worst in the ACC. <laughs> so I, I, I believe this is going to be a little bit of a shootout with with uh, Tar Heels kind of pulling away at the end. Mm-hmm. I have a uh, final score prediction of 34-23 to 23 and smacking that over. Well, everyone listening to us on Thursday, if they're looking at that over, they better get it in sooner and later because 100, 100% of the money right now is going in on that over. And what did you say you had it at right now? Uh, I have it at 56. Okay, I'm, I'm looking at a 56 consensus across the board yeah. uh, as well. But you can bet that that line is going to skyrocket the closer it gets to It is, off. for sure. And uh, I, I do really like North Carolina at the 6.5 mark right here. I do think they're going to win by a touchdown. If you don't feel so at ease with that, take the minus 240 money line and put that in a parlay. There you go. I, 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 Jabron, we are agreeing on There something. you go. Hey, we're just in the, the holiday spirit here. Thanksgiving, <laughs> why not? Why yeah, not? It's all about family, yep. <clears throat> now let's move on to the game everybody's been talking about. Is it called like the Heroes game or something? It, it is. The, the Heroes high-bee game. Grocery store, um, <laughs> the Grocery Store Bowl. The Grocery Store Bowl. <laughs> that is the Nebraska Cornhuskers heading on over to Iowa City to take on the Hawkeyes. That's a 4 o'clock kickoff on the Big Ten Network. Oh, boy. Iowa's a huge favorite here. Minus 10.5, but that over-unders only at 38.5. That's typical for Iowa, but they're not used to being a double-digit favorite like that and also have the over-under so low. No, agreed, Andy. And uh, some books already have this pushed up to plus 11 for the Huskers, minus 11 for the, for the Hawkeyes, which would give you a little bit of an incentive to take the Huskers, but I believe that's what they're trying to get you to do. Yeah. Um, do I think we can stay in this game? Yes. Do I think that, uh, you know, we can win this game potentially? Yes. Um, but will we do that? I think we will get a lead. We'll be up 14-3, to three and we'll lose this game. Do I, I do believe that so you we'll, like the cover. I do like this cover at 10 okay. points. I mean, that was 11 a, for sure. I mean, last year that was such a strong play for me is Nebraska's going to cover. Nebraska's yeah. going to cover. Um, but ever since that Michigan game where you couldn't even cover four touchdowns for me. Yeah. I mean, Big Red, I was really counting on you there. I didn't even need you to be in the ball game whatsoever. Correct. And you couldn't keep it within 31 points for I, me? I know. It's terrible. I mean, it, I'm a Big Red fan. Yeah. No, I, I know. <laughs> That's why we need to stop betting these games. But, uh, no, uh, I really do believe that uh, I was just going to keep it, you know, they're going to beat us by three, if I had to guess, and it's probably going to be late. All right, so um, you like Nebraska covering there, yep. and that over-under, you you don't want to touch that? It's t- it, it, yep. it's too yep. low for me to go under, Andy. That, that you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. I don't want I don't want to bet this under because I do potentially think that there is going to be some late scoring here that could push it to you know twenty one twenty something like that. So I, I it's too low for me to take the under. And, and there's not much action. There's really not much action at all with that over under, and I think that's by design. Yeah. And 
Why would you? No, it, it's would it's you? such a tough bet to do because no one really knows how to bet this game. And uh, the only thing that I can say for sure is I think that the the Huskers should cover this. They should cover, especially if it's if you can get at that eleven and it gets pushed up to eleven and a half. Yeah. I think even Iowa fans are going oh, yeah, to pull I, it and take. I, it I agree with that. Yep. All right, let's move on to the nightcap then on ABC seven thirty kickoff. Yeah. Another fun, really fun rivalry game. Yeah. Uh, don't have a dog in the fight here, but Florida taking <clears throat> on the number 19 ranked Seminoles of Florida State. Florida State, nine and a half point favorite at over under 58. Yeah, a lot of these a lot of these games, Andy, are sitting here at 10 points, nine and a half, and they're all rivalry yeah. games. I just think it I think they're spread out just a little bit too much. These should be touchdown favored games, not you know, touchdown over that touchdown. It's crazy. Um, yeah, uh, Florida. The the reason this is is Florida State's defense is the best in the ACC, allowing just 290 yards per game. Uh, Florida's defense has allowed over 400 yards per game, and the Gators projected to uh, be outgained in this contest by at least 150 yards. Uh, I mean, I mean, you have an ACC versus SEC. You yeah, know, you kind of a matchup here. I like how Florida State. They're not only eight and three; they're eight and three against the spread. So yeah, they have been covering. So when you see a line like this, and wow, eighty-five percent of the money I'm looking at right now is pouring in on Florida State. So that means that, I mean, that means that that nine and a half points is probably going to get pushed up to ten at least before kickoff. No, I agree, Andy, and I, I, and it, it, it really gosh. kills me to take take this nine and a half points because I hate doing that in rivalry games just because I think they should be close. But I really do believe that Florida State has a really good chance of covering this. And I think the under might hit as well with Florida State having that good of a defense. You know, and Florida's only two and four against the spread their last six games against Florida State. And it's just, Florida's been down. Yeah. Few years, you know, they 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 they've really been struggling, and Florida State, you know, they haven't been world beaters, uh, but it seems but like they've got always some... one of the best teams in the ACC for sure. Right, right, uh, and you know, there's going to be a couple games where they're going to not look so hot. They, yeah. you know, they look a little lackadaisical, but that's everybody except for what maybe two or three teams in the nation. Exactly. So and they're going to be up for this one. Yeah. One minor point that I do want to do is the total has hit the under. 10 out of Florida State's last 15 Ooh. games. So I really think this has a really, really good chance of going under. So if you get that at 58, you know, 58 and a half, do it. Take the under in this one. Now you're speaking my language because only 20% of the money's coming in on that under, and you know that's where I like to go. I yeah. like to see where that public money's pouring in, and I like to go the other way there. Get after it. All right, now, Mr. Parlay Pounder, do you have a parlay play, or are you going to keep the folks in their seats here? No, I got I got a college football parlay for Here we go. So I got Ole Miss at a minus 130, parlaying that with the over in the NC State-North Carolina game at over 56 and a minus 110. And then to wrap it up, I got the Husker. Covering plus eleven yes. at minus one ten, putting twenty five on it to win one thirty six. And you know what I like you did, what you did there? You made sure that you have to watch all games throughout the day. So you <laughs> yeah. got the excuse built in there. Yeah. I can't leave the telly. So, sorry, I can't leave the television. <laughs> I've hit two out of three, making sure the Huskers cover. So no, it, it'll be a fun uh, fun Friday, and I believe all these will hit. All right, before we take a break, let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Nebraska Brewing Company. I've been drinking the Cardinal Pale Ale like I always do. Jabron, what do you got going on over there? Always the Taco Vesa. It's my favorite yes, beer. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Nebraska <laughs> Brewing Company. World-class 
in every glass. Don't go anywhere, folks. This is WTL. WTL, where's the line? I'm your host, everybody, Aunt D. Class, and joined by Gibran, Parlay Pounder. You got it. We back. Hey, 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 we've talked some college football. So you know what that means? We got to talk more college more football. More college football. <laughs> Saturday now. Yeah, we got some in-state rivalries with a lot on the line here. So let's dive right into it. The Oregon Ducks traveling to what was Beaver Stadium. Now it was Riser Stadium. I believe yep. it was Beaver Stadium. Maybe that's Penn State. Either way, it's the Oregon State <laughs> Beavers. And Oregon State, they're a home dog by three points. Yeah, Andy, like you said, number 12 in the nation, Oregon, traveling to number 23, Oregon State. Big time. Uh, Oregon State, the Beavers are a uh, three-point home dog. Yep. Over-under sitting at 57 and a half, Andy. Uh I don't Books, know. Livebooks already have it at 58. It's moving up. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I really like the Beavers at home, Andy. Uh, hmm. Just because, even without the recent issues at quarterback for Oregon, just, you know, is Bo Nix hurt? Is he not hurt? Yeah. Uh, this Beavers defense is for real, and they have enough threats on the offense offensive side of the ball, especially with running back Damian Martinez, who has put together five straight 100-yard games who can punish the Ducks' defense on Saturday. Right. I, I really like Let's Oregon go. State to cover at home, if not win outright. So uh, give me the Beavers plus three. Jabron, you are speaking my language. The home <laughs> dog here. That's a 2.30 kickoff on ABC. Oh yes, my sir. God, we're starting off with an, an agreement here? Yeah, I guess. Hey, I'll take it. So, <laughs> hey, let's see if we can keep this thing going. All right. Kansas taking on Kansas State. Now, that's a 7 o'clock kickoff on Fox. Kansas State still ranked 15th in the nation. Wow. That's why they're the 12-point favorite. Remember when Kansas was the darling, oh, they're so good. Their coach is so, <laughs> he's taking jobs here. He's still looking at a job there. Uh, it's kind of flip-flops. It's kind of flip-flops because the, the coach for Kansas State's now, you know, rolling out the red right, carpet. And right, Everybody's trying to get him. Uh, yeah, like you said, Kansas has looked unstoppable during its 5-0 start to the season, but has come crashing down to <laughs> earth. 6-5 uh, <laughs> now. Yeah, oh, wow. uh, of the five losses of Kansas, four of them have come by double digits. Uh, I really, I don't know, I really like Kansas State in this position to cover this 11.5. I, I know that it's not mm. good for the rivalry, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but I really think Kansas State kind of opens it up on him in the second half. Uh, I have a final score of 41-27 to 27 okay. Wildcats. Okay, I, I can buy that. I really can. Kansas State, uh, they're still playing for something. They're putting together a pretty nice season, sent at 8-3. and three. I think Adrian Martinez is about as healthy as he can be, yep. or ha he has been at this point in the season, whether he's playing for this team, that team, or whatever <laughs> team. Uh, this is about as good as he's looked this late. What about that over-under at 62.5? Yeah, Andy. <sighs> I, I have seen it lower some some places. If you can get it at 60, 61, something like that. Mm -hmm. I really do think it's going to hit just because this is Big 12 football. Right. Um, and right. I, I really do think Kansas State's going to pour it on them late in this game. So if if Kansas can get do their part, put in 21 points, 24 points, I really, I really feel like this is going to sail over. And I think Deuce Vaughn is going to go bonkers in this one having – 
at least 150 yards rushing and uh, projecting the Wildcats over 40 points. Yeah, and the Wildcats are 6-0 and straight up in their last six games against Kansas. I know that can't last forever, yeah. but just, but here at home, this is a spot where I think they're going to get the better uh, of Kansas. And that's what the odds makers are telling you right now, having them at just about just under a two-touchdown favorite. Yeah, and Andy, Kansas has allowed the second-most points per game in the Big 12, 34.2 games, as well as the most yards per game, 452. Yeah. Kansas State has the opportunity to put up, like I said, plus 40 points. This is going over. Lock it in. Okay, nothing against Kansas or Kansas State, but let's move on to a little bit more, I think a lot of folks would say, a little more high-profile game here. No doubt. And that is Notre Dame, the 18th-ranked Fighting Irish, taking on the 7th-ranked USC Trojans. That's a 6.30 kickoff. On A, B, C, and USC is a five and a half point favorite at home. Yeah. Uh, Notre Dame has a chance to play spoiler here, Andy. They really do. Uh, <laughs> with wins over Syracuse and Clemson. Yeah, that show Syracuse that this, team was big. Yeah, shows that this team still rushes their core, capable of beating any team, traveling across the country to face a top 10 squad is about as tough as tough gets. USC has all the momentum on its side heading into this one. I, you know, they, they have a chance to be in the college football playoff, Andy. I really don't think they let their guard down. I have USC winning this one 35-31. Go Trojans. So you're telling me there's a chance. There is a chance. <laughs> I like the Trojans as well. I think they can win by six. A couple of field goals, uh, you know, a touchdown. Uh, what I'm kind of looking at is that over, and there's a lot of money being poured in on the over, and it's at 64.5. I know that's an outrageous number. Um, we know USC can do their part. they yeah. got a prolific offense. The quarterback the receivers all that stuff lincoln riley airing it out but notre dame believe it or not five of the last games five in a row now they've gone they've hit that over yeah the irish can do their part here and help me get there they can and the total has hit over in each of usc's last five games as well so i get we're matching up on the same wavelength there so um I, i i believe that this is going over i would lock it in as fast as you can to get that lower one uh, because this started, you know, even yesterday I saw it at two, uh, 62 and a half. So it has risen, you know, day by day. So I wouldn't, you know, 66 points is probably not out of the realm uh, of this getting to by the time this kicks off. Now, you don't have a moment of pause there because so much, like I do when I see so much money going in on one side or the other side and so lopsided. Yeah. I, however, you, we just talked about those data points there. Uh, yeah. Telling you why the over looks so good. Um, what, what's your cutoff, though? 66? I would 67? say 70 is my cutoff. 70? I, I really do believe it's oh, probably going to get there. Oh, man. So, uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it. it, it, it it's right at 66 is probably where you should cut it off at. Right. But I, I really think that this pushes into 70 points. So, uh, yeah, bet that over. Just uh, don't get too wild with it. If you can get it on the lower side of the 60s, do that. All righty. Now let's move on to the game. Yeah. That is the Ohio State playing host to the Michigan Wolverines, and we have a two-verse-three matchup. That's an 11 o'clock kickoff. Big noon right on Fox. Big noon. Uh, like you said, this is the biggest game of the year 
this far. Both these teams in the college football playoff. Huge game for the Big Ten here. Uh, and Michigan coming in as a over-touchdown dog. Seven and a half. Seven and a half oh. over-under sitting at 56. Uh, I mean. What's up with that? I, I think What's that, up with that? I think this should be, it should be six and a half instead of seven and a half. I believe that they shouldn't be a full touchdown dog uh, just because of the. Uh, the work the Wolverines have put on this year. Michigan's a very, very good team, and it's not going to be about to be pushed around. Yeah. Their I defense re- is going to keep it within a touchdown, right? I think so. So I, I really have this one going 28-24 to 24, Ohio State. Uh, but, you know, this could this could bounce the Wolverines' way as well. I'm just giving Ohio State a little bit of an, an advantage being the home team here. Uh Yeah. I, I really like uh, Michigan to cover the seven and a half, though. You know, over John Harbaugh's uh, tenure, yeah. it hasn't been that pretty against Ohio State. But don't you feel like he got over the hump last year? And yeah. now Michigan's playing with so much more confidence. They know they can do it. They've slayed that dragon. So this is kind of one of those spots where I look at, you know, like the last five years, the last ten years, you know, those numbers. Yeah. And I'm kind of pushing them off to the side a little bit here. Yes, there's something to that. I get it. But I feel like Michigan, now that they've gotten over that hump, yeah, they can they can actually keep this within that touchdown for me. Well, I think so too, Andy. And everybody has to look at this game as the Big Ten Championship because it is, it is, it is. It is the Big yeah. Ten Championship. Yeah. Nobody yeah. in the West can hang with these teams. These are the two best teams, obviously the two of the best teams in the nation, but this is literally a game to get into the college football playoff, Andy. And I believe that both teams are going to be so jacked up right. to be in this game. It's going to be, it's going to come down to a field goal, which means Michigan covers. So, and uh, so I like that. I like that. But this over under sitting at 56. Yeah. Now, a lot of money's once again, everyone's been stinking over here. Yeah. But that's not what Michigan does. No, I do not like the over in this game, Andy. <laughs> like I said, I, I, I have this and, a little bit under that. It could get to that, obviously, if they, you know, hit overtime or something like that. But I would lean towards the under uh, d- just because of the way Michigan plays defense. Yeah. And Ohio yeah. State is no slouch on the defensive end either. So I-, I really like the under or lean towards the under. My best bet is Michigan covering the 7.5. Yeah, and we all know about Ohio State and their offense and the high-flying mm-hmm. weapons. Yeah, but, sure. But- uh, Michigan has the D. They can they can bring the defense uh, to kind of stymie that and at least you keep me it. under that under there. You got it. All righty, let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners. That is Play Action Pools, as they are revolutionizing group hosting platforms. Make it your new spot for all your football and NBA and college basketball contest needs. You got it. Play today at PlayActionPools.com. Don't go anywhere, folks. This is W. TL. And welcome back to WTL. Where's the line? I'm your host, Andy Class, and joined by Gibran. Oh, the Parlay Pounder. You got it. We're back. Hey, we're Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. And we've talked a little NFL, we've talked a lot of college football, and now we've got to finish strong. NFL. Yeah, yeah, Sunday slate, let's get into it. Yes, we do. All right, so let's, yeah, let's just get right into it here. The Denver Broncos, kind of a disappointing team, I would say. Yeah. 
heading on over to Carolina to take Ooh. on the Panthers. And the Panthers are still a home dog, though. Two and a half points. Jabron, what do you make of this? 12 o'clock kickoff on Fox. Yeah, Andy, and uh, we uh, I'm a huge Carolina Panthers fan, obviously. We will we be starting <laughs> our third starting quarterback of the year. Stan Darnold is getting the nod coming back from injury, so we will see how this goes. Um, I really do believe the Panthers' defense has, you know, one, is one of the best defenses in the league and they will be able to keep us in this game it just will we be able to um put up the points to stay in this game i have the final score panthers 20 broncos 14 so i do have us covering in outright winning this game so i would jump on that plus 115 money line if i were a bad man (laughs) (laughs) oh man you know usually it doesn't bode too well for the team that's uh going on their third quarterback it doesn't straight straight week uh say what you want and a lot of it's deservedly so about russell wilson and the experiment going on in denver right now you talk about carolina's defense i really like denver's defense yeah that's why you see this over under at 36. That's so low. And a lot of people are betting the under. Like yeah. Almost 70% of the money is coming in on the under. No, a lot of people are saying their best bet of the weekend is the under 35 and a half points, 36 points of this wow. game. Wow. Um, picking a side in this dip game is difficult. I, I do get it, which me uh, makes you know paying attention to the over-under a lot more of a smart move. Um, yeah. The, the under is hit in six of Carolina's last ten games. The under is also cashed in four of uh, the Panthers' five last home games. And the under is hit in each of Denver's last six games. So uh, the, uh, the under is probably the play here, Andy, if you're going to get into anything. I like that under, but I also like Denver. I mean, I think they can do it. A lot of these, if you shop it around, you can still get it for two. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, moving a little towards two and a half on some books. But, I, I mean, Denver is better than Carolina. At least they have a quarterback. I don't know <laughs> what's going on in Carolina right now. I know it's at home. Um, the solid bet is the under, but also I'm going to lean towards Denver on this one. There you go. All right, let's move on to the 3.30 kickoff on Fox. And that's going to be the Los Angeles Rams traveling to Kansas City. Wow. And, yes, this is something else. I mean, huge, huge uh, underdog here. 14 and a half points. Chiefs are the overwhelmingly favored here. Yeah, Andy, this this is one of the... You know, craziest lines I've seen. Over two touchdowns. Over two touchdowns in the NFL is unheard of. Uh, that I do kind of like that over-under sitting there at 44. Yeah. That's just because nobody really knows if Matthew Stafford's going to play. Can the Rams produce points? Is that all going to have to come from the Chiefs? And, you know, when the Chiefs don't have anybody to push them, they don't really seem to get no. going. They don't. No. If they don't need to beat you by 28 points, they don't. Do it. We even saw it last year where they should have been up and ready to go, but they'll still allow a team to jump on them twenty-one to seven or something. Yeah, and, like, and there's and, no urgency with them. No urgency until it gets you know third quarter or whatever, and they say, okay, yeah, we'll score touchdowns. Um, but I, I don't want to touch this line right here, Andy. Do I think that Kansas City Chiefs are fourteen? points better than the Rams? Yes. Do I think they can cover this? Mm-hmm. Probably, but am I going to bet it? No. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I'm hopping on here is that over. I do believe that the Rams will get, you know, 14 to 17 points and the Chiefs will end up pouring it on them 
late to get over that 44. Neither one of these teams uh, are really doing well against the spread this right. year. Uh, Kansas City's four and six, and we talked about it, uh, what what kind of haunts them. Yeah. They'll give up late points. Oh, especially do that. If they get up. Yeah, they don't team, care. Yeah, they don't care. Uh, and Los Angeles is even worse. They are two and seven and one wow. against the spread. Such a wow. disappointment. I mean, you want to talk about a Super Bowl hangover. That's. Uh, I mean, they, they, they they're still like drunk up. and lost in the park right yeah, now. Yeah, they, you know? they haven't woke up from that. <laughs> From, from that hangover. Still a little groggy. Like, yeah. Alarm's still going off, and they're just swinging at the nightstand uh, trying to turn that yeah. off. And with the loss of all their big weapons, Cooper Cup, they just weighed Daryl Henderson. I don't know what that's all about. Um, it's, crazy. It's, it's, it's crazy going yeah, in Los weird? Angeles. Oh, man. Yeah. Who, who knows what's going on, but I do not like the line. I do like the over-under. Take, take the over 44 points. Yeah, I agree with you. This might be one to sidestep. You don't have to bet this one, but if I did have to lean, I actually would go with the Rams. 14.5 points in the NFL is just way too much, but yeah. this is one where if you don't feel too good about it, it's okay. It's okay to sidestep, It's okay folks. to sidestep. Okay. I mean, I know we're <laughs> DJs here, but come on now. Yeah, right. All right, let's move on to the oh, Sunday night, the Woo. 720 kickoff on NBC. Who's saying it better, me or Carrie Underwood? Uh, you're right there with her. <laughs> yeah, you're, you could be the next American Idol. All right, it's the Green Bay Packers taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia's a, just a solid seven-point favorite at yeah. home. Yeah, this game, in my mind, has the makings of a blowout, Andy. While Ooh. Philadelphia has had to get by with some, you know, gritty performance in the last three weeks. They're still 2-1 and one in that span. Meanwhile, the Packers have lost six of their last seven. The fact that Aaron Rodgers and co. have only averaged 16 points per game in those losses makes the situation that much difficult. Jalen Hurts got his team back in the win column in Week 11. The Eagles' offense gets back to top form. Take the Eagles like minus Seven. Yeah, and you know what they 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 did something that really good teams do last week. For they, sure, they didn't play well and they still won. Yeah, they figured it out. Uh, what about that over under? I'm I'm eyeballing that. I think I like the over. I think I like the over. I, I do too, Andy. Like I said, is, I think this is going to be a route in the second half. But I do believe that the Packers do put up you know maybe Points. two touchdowns. Yeah. But I, I believe... 46 and a half. Is that what you're looking at? I'm looking at 46 right now, so okay. I'm going to lock okay. this in. There you go. Uh, 46 and a half, I would still take it to probably 48. But uh, the Eagles, I, I just believe, are going to put up at least 35 points in this game. So I am taking that over and the Eagles minus seven. And for the most part, this Philadelphia offense has been flying. Yeah. Flying high. But they have had a couple lackluster performances. But even with that, they have smacked the over four of their last five games. I love that track record, and I also think Green Bay can help help me get there. I mean, they do have Aaron Rodgers. They do have Aaron Rodgers, and they are filling uh, you know, a couple spots with Watson there and all that kind of stuff. I do believe that they do their part. The overall hit, and the Eagles will cover. All righty, so let's move on to Monday night. That's a 7-15 kickoff yeah. on ESPN. Steelers taking on the Colts, and the Colts are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah. I, I just think this is due to the fact that the Steelers just seem like they haven't been able to figure out to score points with Kenny Pickett. Uh, it's just it, been so rocky. It's yeah, been a rocky road I, for I, the Steelers. I do feel like they have the understanding that he is the guy. He has plenty of talent, but they haven't figured out the right places 
to, or you know the 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 right way to use Najee with Kenny Pickett and with these great receivers. Both Indianapolis and Pittsburgh have some serious flaws. While they've been fighting to stay in the mix, it's you know I, I just feel like the Colts are a better team. I'm taking Colts seventeen to ten. It's going to be a low scoring affair. Yeah, I'm looking at that under really well at. Uh, over under 39. 39, and you like the under? Yes, I, I like the Colts by two and a half and the under. Now, are you just taking the Colts because you know our guy over there at the Nebraska Brewing Company, Connor? You're just trying to make I usually try to pick here. against Connor, <laughs> but no, I, I, I'm just picking this one just because I think the Colts have a better team. Yeah. They have a better, you know, just an overall better franchise right now. Uh, you know, they got players. a better team, and they're yeah. at home, and they can win by a field goal, right? And, and, and I that's like what their defense against a rookie quarterback. Yeah, I do too, and I think they can win by a field goal. Um, that under, I'm right there with you on that one. Uh, what is going on here? Why are we agreeing? This just doesn't. It, it doesn't well, agree. It, it's the holidays, right? It's, it's the Thanksgiving. Holidays. It's okay. Family comes together it, over the holidays. There we go. <laughs> and Pittsburgh, you know, they have smacked that under four of their last six games. I think that's a trend that's going to continue here on Monday Night Football. I agree. All right, Mr. Parlay Pounder. Yeah. Do you have a Parlay Play, a special Thanksgiving Parlay Play for the people? I do. Here we go. Uh, starting off with the Los Angeles Chargers uh, going into Arizona Cardinals, beating them. The money line right now is at minus 220 for the first piece. I have the Philadelphia Eagles covering minus 7 and a minus 110 okay. bet against the okay. Packers and then rolling with the Colts on Monday night minus 2.5 at a minus 110 bet. Add them all up together betting 25 to get 107. Ooh. You can't beat that. No sir. And I think all three will hit. Dude, and you've been smashing these parlays. If people follow us on Twitter, they, they would see this. You know it. It's a bunch of green. A bunch <laughs> of green at WTL. Green check marks across the board, folks. <laughs> All righty, that'll do it for WTL this week. Be sure to follow us on YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. Receive all of our weekly and daily free picks, hilarious short videos, and feature-length episodes as well. For Jabron, the Parlay Pounder, I'm Andy Klassen. Thanks for listening. This has been WTL. <laughs>